Happy fucking Tuesday. I am so excited. I am about to go to Miami with Blowjob Guy. We're going on just like a long weekend trip. By the time this episode launches, we'll be back. I'm sure I'll have plenty of stories the following week to tell you. I'm really excited. This is the first time that we actually got to like hang out together in probably about two years. Like It's been crazy. We've lived about eight hours apart for the past year on top of everything that went down with Lance and all kinds of crazy shit over the years. But I'm excited. I'm excited to get away. I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see what the fuck we get into. And I will keep you updated. I'm hoping by next week and let you know all the crazy shit that went down. So a lot of people ask me why the fuck I'm going to Miami just like out of nowhere and especially for such a short amount of time. So I already had the weekend off from work and it just so happened to be finals week for both blowjob guy and I. So it's partially kind of like a unofficial start of summer trip. And also, as I have mentioned on social media, I am no longer with Fox again. So I just need to get away. I, I need to get away from the bullshit, get away from the drama. This time was a little worse in terms of drama than the first time around. Things were a little more sudden and kind of, I I can't say unexpected. We all saw this coming. Let's be honest. Originally, I didn't really want to do an episode on this. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to give him any more attention than I already have, but I have been asked what happened and things have kind of escalated uh, to a point of just blatant disrespect at this point. So I don't really give a fuck anymore and I need to get shit off my chest so that I can finally just bury this once and for all and not have to talk about him anymore, not have to explain anything about him anymore. We need to kill this character off from the cast and just get it over with. So in terms of what happens, it's not quite that simple. Um, The extremely short version is we had a night of hanging out together. I made drinks before we started really eating, got a little too drunk, laid down for a minute, ended up passing out, woke up, he was gone. Um, that's, that's kind of where things suddenly ended out of nowhere. I called, I didn't get an answer. I sent a text. I was gone off on a lot of things were misinterpreted in my opinion, either they were misinterpreted or they were intentionally just blown out of proportion. I'm not really sure which happened. And I'll get a little more into that. But things were really, really bad this time. I mean, there were no answered calls. There was no telling me where he was. I later found out he was at a bar for five hours after complaining that I had fallen asleep because I drank too much. The whole thing is just fucking crazy. And there's definitely something deeper going on that I wasn't aware of. I have my suspicions of what those things were, but who fucking knows and who fucking cares? I'm better off. Life is good. I, again, gave myself 24 hours to be sad. Again, didn't need the full 24 hours. 
and again, I'm moving on with my life for good this time. We are shutting the door on this motherfucker. Now let's rewind a little bit to when we first got back together in March. Things were great for the first week and a half or so. I could not have asked for a better boyfriend. Like he was there. He was putting in all this effort. He was open about his emotions. He was verbal. It Everything was perfect. Everything was fantastic. But like with most fucking sociopaths, that was very short-lived. And there seemed to be this almost abrupt end to the effort. It just, it kind of came out of nowhere. One day he just had excuse after excuse of why he couldn't see me or it was just me trying to see each other again. This is what we ran into the first time. The whole thing just seemed odd to me, but I was trying not to overthink it. I was at a point where I was scared because of what happened the first time to really say anything or to really tell him how I felt. And incidentally, blowjob guy was someone who said to me like, well, you know, men aren't mind readers. Why don't you just tell him? I'm like, no, like he knows. Like you don't just randomly stop seeing somebody that you act very into out of nowhere. Like it's something, some sort of switch flipped somewhere. And there really was no point in saying anything to him. And I was, again, scared to. Last time I did that, I was dumped for no real reason. So what's going to keep him from doing it again this time? I think any kind of confrontation, if he feels like he is not in the place of power or the place of being in the right, he throws a tantrum or he runs away from it, which is what I learned from this breakup as well. There really is no communicating with him in a true sense of two-way communication, which why? Why would I want to deal with that? Looking back, I feel like I was talking to a child and I was actually talking to a man in his 40s who would act like a child if everyone in the room didn't agree with him. And it's so, so crazy to me how someone can act as if they are so educated, so philosophical, so superior. Someone can tell me how much they despise manipulation and how much they've been manipulated and they run at any kind of feeling of manipulation, but yet themselves can be so manipulative. And there were times where we would have discussions or debates about things that we didn't 100% agree on. Um, Some of it was government related. Some of it was, uh, you know, philosophical. There were a, a couple different touchy subjects that we had kind of tried to have a debate on. And it went from a conversation to what I felt to be intimidation very quickly, which kind of took me by surprise because like I said, he's so against manipulation or says that he is. Yet the time that I've spent to look back on the conversations we've had, 
intimidation goes right along with manipulation. And I feel like that's something that he did a lot. And I witnessed him doing it to other people too. It just didn't really click to me because I had such blinders on. But when we would have these conversations, if I would make a point on my side of things that made sense, that completely contradicted his side, he would not acknowledge that. He sometimes would even act like I didn't even say anything. And his voice would get louder and louder and he would act like just his body language was more intimidating. And again, I've I've seen him do I've seen him do this with his own father where there is no room for you to disagree with him at all. You there isn't even a point to agree that you each can have your own opinions. You have to agree with what he says or the debate is not over, which is a very, very manipulative way to act. And I really do not understand it. There was a point, like I said, I've seen him do this with other people, including his own father. There was a conversation I witnessed between the two of them about something they didn't agree on. And his father said to him, listen, we can agree to disagree. And he literally said, no, we can't. And continued debating until he finally got his way. Like, that's just, that's how a child, that's that's worse than a child acts. A child throws a tantrum. This man literally manipulates people to get them to agree with him. And I don't understand why, because no one actually does. But that was kind of a red flag to me, but I looked past it. Again, I didn't want to be confrontational because I was so scared of him running away again, which inevitably ended up happening anyway. It was going to. Um, I just didn't see it that way or I didn't want to see it that way, but things were getting kind of weirder and weirder. It seemed more and more distant, but then when we were physically together, like he would act very loving towards me, but then when we weren't around each other, there seemed to be a lack of interest that was increasing more and more. It was just very inconsistent. And that is something I cannot stand. I hate an expectation being set in the beginning of a relationship that can't be maintained. I don't care if you aren't somebody who is going to be, you know, like obsessive or giving constant attention. That's fine. But don't do that in the beginning to hook me and then just drop off the face of the earth. I can't stand that. Now, near the end, there was a point where things started to pick up again. I thought maybe he was just kind of going through some shit. It did turn out as well when we got back together. I found out about some legal issues that he had going on that he was not upfront about me with in the beginning. (sighs) All the red flags are just like popping up now. Like, As soon as he left me, it's almost as if the colorblindness went away and just everything was a red flag in hindsight. But I knew that he was going through shit with that. I thought maybe that had affected just his overall mood and then trickled down to how he was acting towards me. But it seemed the last week or so that we were together, it seemed like things were sort of kind of starting to turn around. And then <laughs> there was a night we were we were laying on the couch or we were watching TV and 
his watch vibrated and he lifted it up to look at the notification and it was a notification from Bumble. Now, I obviously instantly kind of went into a state of shock and did not have enough time to read what the actual notification was. And he put the watch down rather quickly, obviously. Didn't acknowledge it, didn't say anything. I don't know if he thought I didn't see it. I I, I have no idea. But I asked him, like, what the fuck was that? And he kind of played dumb at first, even. He was like, I don't know, what, what are you talking about? I was like, you just got a notification from Bumble in front of me. What do you mean, what am I talking about? Now, I was not expecting to get the truth. That would have been too much to ask. But I was expecting at least, like, a an excuse that I would buy, maybe, this motherfucker was stupid enough or thought I was stupid enough to tell me, oh, yeah, I get notifications from him all the time, but like I'm not on there. And I asked, so why do you why do you even have an account? Why do you have the app? Like we've been back together for over a month now. Like what the fuck? And you're getting notifications and none of those notifications are triggering your memory to delete the app or delete the account like what the fuck and he's like my my account's not even visible like I'm not talking to anybody and I again said okay but why why does it even exist and you're getting notifications like something something is not right here and he would not see my side at all thought that there was no reason I should be upset. If the roles were reversed, he wouldn't care, which is another red flag. I was so upset. I went outside for a couple of minutes. I just, I had to breathe. And I instantly texted blowjob guy and I was like, oh my God, you're never going to believe this, which I don't even know why I said that. Like anyone at that point would believe anything that Fox did. But we talked about it for a couple of minutes and eventually he said to me, just ask him to see the phone. Ask him to see it. See if there's any messages on there. See if it actually is inactive. Now, this was a great idea had I thought about it when I was still in front of him. Unfortunately, he had this period of somewhere between five to seven minutes that I was outside. I wasn't even in the house that he very easily could have gone in and deleted anything. He could have gone in and muted or paused or whatever the fuck it's called on Bumble, his account, which I am not convinced is not what happened. But when I went back inside, I said, all right, can I, can I stay up? Did not even look at me, reached over and handed me the phone. I opened the app and his profile was in like the hidden mode and it wouldn't show me any like matches or anything, which I'm not fucking stupid. I know that while he was on there, he claims that he downloaded it while we were split up, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. He was well, well within his quote unquote rights to do that. However, And once we got back together, it should have gone away. And it did not. So I'm not stupid enough to think 
that there weren't any matches or any conversations during that time. But even those weren't there. It was very weird. It was very suspicious. And I decided to take it upon myself to delete the account since he handed it over to me. He claims he didn't use it. There was no reason for it to be on there. So that's what I did. And not only did he have this account that he claimed was inactive, he was paying $33 a month for it, which if you're getting billed for something you're not using, again, you would think that would be a tip to, I don't know, maybe fucking get rid of it. So at this point, no, I don't believe at all that it was inactive. I don't believe there was nothing shady going on there. It just doesn't make sense to me. None of it makes sense to me. So he then, once I handed the phone back, went in to the app to supposedly to delete the account and said, oh, did you already delete it? I said, yeah, why, why do you need it? And he was offended. He just couldn't believe that somebody would do that. And I was like, well, you know, I couldn't believe that somebody would beg somebody to get back with them just to do shady shit. But hey, you're more than welcome to re-download it if you know you you want to get back on it. I don't see what the issue is. And that part he quickly dropped because I don't think he was able to think of a defense fast fast enough to cover his ass with complaining about me deleting this Bumble account that he had. But either way, there was a lot of tension through the rest of the night. And we would go through periods of time where like we would try to get along, but it just was not fucking working. Eventually, we ended up kind of calling a truce. Things were still kind of weird, but like it was all right. We went to bed and the next day, we talked about it a little bit and I simped out and I was like, listen, I'm sorry for fighting. I was like, yes, what I saw upset me and I stand by that, but like, I don't want to fight. I don't enjoy fighting. And I'm sorry that it got to that point. He apologized as well, which took me by surprise, not for having the Bumble account, but he apologized for things escalating and told me that, you know, he never wants me to feel unloved or like I'm not cared about, which is really funny because two days later is when the breakup happened. But we went about our day. Everything was fine. Everything was good. He came over again that night, which kind of took me by surprise because I felt like he was going to use that as an excuse to be distant for a while. But that's not what happened. Everything was fine. The following night, he came over. He brought flowers, which I took sort of like an implied apology. And everything was okay. Like It seemed like we truly were past the fight, even though deep down it still did bother me. And had me very on edge and suspicious, especially since he couldn't really acknowledge my perspective. Even if he didn't agree with it, like just to understand why I felt the way that I did would have been nice, but that never happens. So the morning after the good night that we had, we were up, we were talking And I decided that I was going to blow him because something was going on, which the the timing of all of this was just crazy. And I started to get like really sore, like my pussy fucking hurt. 
And what was funny about this is it had started before I saw the Bumble notification. And I jokingly was like, oh, what the fuck did you give me? And then I see the Bumble notification. It was just, it was horrible timing. Uh, turns out nothing was wrong. It was just from Stephanie being a fucking idiot with a razor and fucking cutting her vagina open. But because I was too sore to have sex, I decided to go down on him and everything, everything was fine until I kept getting this little section of hair that would come into my face and I pulled my head up to move the hair and he went to like help speed the process up of moving the hair because he was about to come, pokes me right in the eye and I'm like, I jolt back. I'm like, oh my God, not a, oh, are you okay? Not, oh shit, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I get, get back down there. It's about to come. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So I, listen, I was a good sport about it. Got down there, got the job done. The best part was afterwards. <laughs> I'm laying on the bed and he goes to hand me a towel and said, here, I think you got some on your fingers. Motherfucker. First of all, no. There was no way in hell I was not getting all that shit cleaned up after the fucking tantrum you just threw about it. Second of all, even if you handed me a towel, I I can't fucking see anyway. You just fucking blinded me. What am I going to do with it, you fucking asshole? <sighs> Such a dick. And, and, and that's the thing is it continues to be that he has these like savage moments in the bedroom and I just keep getting shit on it. I'm so happy to never have to tell a story about him again. I really am. Even though there have been some good sex stories, even though there have been some hilarious moments, like <sighs> he doesn't deserve them. He does not fucking deserve them. But you know who does? I think the doctor does. You know why? Because he is back. We decided to reinitiate conversation. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. I don't know how much that's going to pan out, but you know what? It's something to get me through this time. So we're going we're gonna to go with it. And the... The best part to all of this is I never admitted to Fox that doctor and I hooked up. So he doesn't know. He has no idea that we had sex multiple times when Fox and I were split. And you know what? He didn't need to. He did not need to know what happened after he fucking left me. We were split. I was a single woman. I did whatever the fuck I wanted to do. But now it's time for me to do whatever the fuck I want to do again. There's also another option, though. There is one little teeny tiny secret that I kept from Fox, and it is the only one. Now, Blowjob Guy and I have a very close friendship, and we have known each other for several years, literally the guy knows everything that has gone on in my life in those three and a half years. Like he is just that person in my life who I tell everything to. And 
I think everyone should have someone like that. And he just so happens to be it. But I almost sort of kind of feel like, at least on my end, there's always been some degree of sexual tension. Now, when best friend was still in the picture, he would always say like, oh, like, I don't believe that you guys never hooked up. A lot, actually, a lot of people in our lives have said that. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why it's so hard to believe that we've never like had sex, that there's never been anything like that between us. Like, we're just really good friends and that's it. However, he's an attractive guy. Like, there, even though I feel like we're at a place where it's like, I don't know that we could ever hook up, there still is like some sort of attraction there, at least on my end. Like, I think he's an attractive guy. We support each other's sex lives. Like, we, let, me, let me rephrase that. We support each other being hoes. Like, we're there for it. We listen to the stories. But the other week, maybe like a week or so ago, the new fucking Mortal Kombat movie came out on HBO Max. And I don't remember what sp- – oh, we were talking about – how everyone thinks that we've had sex and we haven't. And he was like, listen, you, uh, you give me your HBO max password. I'll fuck you. And I was like, okay, like, haha, whatever. And I did end up giving it to him just cause like, why wouldn't I like, what's the big deal? And then he says to me, okay, well, you know, when you break up with Fox, let me know. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> cool. Now, at the time, this was obviously before the whole Miami trip was planned. First of all, half of me was like, okay, like this is a joke. And the other half of me was like, well, maybe it's not. And at the time, he was supposed to be back in town in June. And we had already talked about doing an episode together to explain a whole different story that's fucking hilarious. So I was like, well, maybe maybe it is possible. So I responded and I was like, well, like the more likely scenario is that Fox is going to break up with me, which, eh, surprise. But like, that wasn't, that wasn't part of the deal. And I didn't really get a whole lot back from that. But I am curious to know, like, obviously I'm glad that like Fox is out of the picture. So if anything does happen, like it's completely kosher. But I can honestly say sexually I was happy with Fox, but – and I I, w- I didn't have a desire to like go cheat on him or, you know, go be a hoe. Obviously, yes, I hooked up with Doctor, but it was while we were split up. But, but I don't – I don't know. There – Sometimes there's just like that person where you'd be like, eh, be worth it eh, when he doesn't know what hurt him. And I know that sounds shitty, but I feel like my relationship with blowjob guy will always come before my relationship with Fox or like that's how I felt in that moment. And this is why, like this is exactly why is Fox peaced out 
But when you have someone that's been there through it all, you're kind of like, all right, this is my constant, like, which is really worth it. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in Miami. We'll see. Um, let's be real. We're going on a trip, just the two of us, to fucking Miami. Like, that's probably going to happen. I'll let you know. No, nothing has been said. Like, no expectations been set. So I really don't know. I don't know if we're going to be on the same page, like, if there's going to be any awkwardness. But I'm excited to see. I'm excited to find out. I don't, I don't think it'll be awkward. I don't think that's the right word. I'm just – I'm interested to see how things play out. But <laughs> I still have a couple days to figure that out. However, I have gotten on an extreme tangent here. Back to the Fox breakup. So the night after the whole blowjob incident, we we went to the gym together in the afternoon and we decided we made this plan to make nachos together. Like I was craving nachos in the worst way. So I went, I got all the shit to do it. He came over, we started making drinks. There were all these new drink recipes I had I wanted to try as well. The problem was, again, I started playing bartender before we started eating. And I opened up some chips. We had like some chips and salsa, but that wasn't really enough to combat the amount of alcohol that was being consumed. Now, that liquid courage allowed me to ask him a question that had been bothering me for a while. And that question was when the last time he slept with his ex was. Now, the reason for this is because when we first started seeing each other, he was still living with his ex, which he was not very forthcoming about. I kind of almost accidentally found out. Like, I don't know if he forgot that he didn't tell me or it slipped. I don't know. But they were living together about four months after they actually broke up. So when we got together, she reacted kind of weird about it and like jealous almost, which didn't make sense to me if they had been broken up for months. And my thought was maybe they had recently had sex before we started seeing each other and she got like reattached and that's where all this is coming from. But he told me that they hadn't had sex since a few days after they split. So it had been months before he and I started hooking up and then dating And I was fine with that. I was happy with that. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I just want to know. And I made a comment that was later used against me. Before I asked him when the last time he slept with his ex was, I said, listen, I have a question and I already know the answer to it. Now, I was sort of kind of half joking. What I meant by that was if he were to say, oh, we haven't had sex since we broke up, I know that's bullshit. Like, I knew just the fact that they were living together that long after they split. Like there had to have been a night where like, okay, they're drunk and they end up hooking up or like someone's going through a dry spell and they're like, well, you know, you're here, like something. And I thought everything was fine. I don't know if I was so blackout that something happened that I was not aware 
aware of. Like, I, I don't know. But I do know the alcohol started to hit. I almost sort of kind of felt sick, but I knew like I really had to piss. So I went upstairs and I went to the bathroom. I went to go downstairs and I felt really, really fucked up. And I was like, all right, I need to lay down for like two minutes. And I did that, but then I ended up falling asleep. And I woke up about an hour and a half later to him gone. Now, he told me that he left because I didn't trust him because I was asking him about the ex. And I later explained like why and got completely ignored, which whatever. But he was offended that I didn't trust him, even though two days prior I had plenty of reason not to trust him. And he was also offended that I refused to talk about it and instead walked away, which is not at all what happened. And again, maybe maybe there's more to this that I just was not coherent for. But I do know then and even now, I was perfectly content with the answer I was given, which he tried to claim that I wasn't. But that is what blew up into him leaving and I I thought maybe like okay I was upstairs for like a really long time and he tried to wake me up and I didn't wake up or something I don't know he left within minutes of me going up to go to the bathroom because I have security cameras and I checked them also what bothered me is he never came up he never said anything and him leaving, he tried to compare that to me going upstairs. I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't leave the house. You knew where I was. You're still not telling me where the hell you are. But what started to become apparent was he was assuming blowjob guy was influencing me because he knew how close we were. And that was the person that I told the most to and that I talked to the most. Now that best friend is out of the picture, he was kind of inferring that blowjob guy was almost, I guess, trying to, I don't know, get between us or get me to leave him or something along those lines, which was not happening. Like, I don't understand where that came from. And what's really fucking funny is one of his last lines to me was, go have fun with blowjob guy. And now we're literally going on vacation together. So that'll be fucking interesting. But to put a nice little bow on this, the way that kind of reaction signifies guilt in some way, like something shady was going on. And I wasn't even accusing anything like that. I I was more trying to find out an explanation for why the ex was acting the way she was versus him. So maybe I should have just been more focused on him. And I don't know. I don't know what actually happened. I never will. And at this point, I just don't give a fuck. I'm just ready to completely forget about him. I am ready to move on with my life. I'm ready to go to Miami. I'm so excited. I'm excited for the episode of Blowjob Guy that will be coming in June. There's just so much that I have to be grateful for that I have to look forward to that I don't have time. I don't have time to be upset. I don't have time to be sulking over somebody who is clearly just a piece of shit anyway. So I will update all of you on what happens on the trip. 
I am going to try to limit what I post to social media just so that I can keep everything a surprise, especially if anything really crazy happens. But I will see you next week with an update.